Welcome, welcome to the Article 17 cents. You do that every time. Shit. I'm getting, I'm getting old. I'm getting. You can't even get us past the 30 second mark, and you're already yelling about come. Well, come. trouble by youtube whatever or if we can technically technically, (laughs) oh we have a spicy one about that today too (laughs) welcome to the article 1776 podcast i am matthew kicklighter this is (sighs) i forgot my name for a second scottsdale 87 someone had a good that Uh, good tobacco i mean i had i had a drink with dinner all right, yeah, that works. <laughs> that wacky and that wacky backy. And I, how you hurt yourself today? How did you? Today, how, how did you hurt your arm? I don't fucking know, but I'm still bleeding. It's not even. It's not even a lot. You can't like. You can barely see the red dot right there on my yeah. wrist. It's, it's barely bleeding. So it's just got still being stupid. You know, I mean, a few minutes ago, I I probably scratched myself at work or something, and then scratched myself again. <laughs> I, a few minutes ago, I saw him just doing this, sucking. <laughs> <laughs> blah. <laughs> blah blah blah. I don't say blah blah blah. <laughs> Dracula. Uh, so no, my daughter watches that Transylvania show. And there's one part where he, where the with the grandkids like blah blah blah, and he's like, I don't say blah blah blah. He goes, you just said blah blah blah. He goes, I just said blah 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 to tell you I don't say blah blah blah. So. Uh, and here's an, I don't know. Oh, fucking kids. Here's things that. I, <laughs> Why do I know that? Here's some things I've never seen before. I've never seen that show. But did you know that uh, in the manga that Frieza goes, uh, Frieza Black? He went from Golden Frieza to, and I, I'm not doing dark skin, but he goes in the in the manga to free, uh, Dark Frieza. <laughs> That's the thing about Japanese manga and like Western cartoons. Like we don't get that stuff. Like we get the basics of it. Like I'm still in the very beginning of Dragon Ball Super. Yeah. Like I stop. I I don't watch GT. You won't find me watching GT at all. Me neither. Uh, GT doesn't exist. It's not Dragon Ball canon. I don't give a shit. Um. I just rewatched all of Dragon Ball. Like the original with the um, young Goku. The, oh, yeah. When he's slapping fucking Bulma's crotch. Yeah. She's like, your balls are missing. <laughs> yeah, I have the original series. Yeah. The original Japanese series where he's slapping her in the fucking crotch. Yeah. What happened to your balls? And she's like, ah. So in the original, I don't know if you know this. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Come on. I, it's where the guy, he was, Goku was laying on. Uh, Grandpa Gohan's but, nuts as kind of like a pillow type of thing. Yeah. That's true. So when he's laying on Bulma's crotch, Bulma doesn't have any balls. If you watch the show, he's what, 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 slapping the shit out of her and she doesn't move. And then he takes her panties off. Did you notice yeah. that? Like in the show, he takes her underwear off and he's like, ah, you don't have any balls. <laughs> Meanwhile, meanwhile, pervert Master Rush is like <sighs> Goku probably told him one day and Roshi about had a heart attack. <laughs> you did what? So today we're talking about the eleventh amendment, <sighs> what it can mean. Uh basically stating I love Dragon Balls. Dragon Balls over your face. I knew you were gonna say it. So, so I did it. So 
uh, we're talking about the Eleventh Amendment today, and simple fact is that uh, by terms and definition, whatever if there's a situation between you and their state courts, uh, the federal government cannot then go after the state courts for a set issue that you know is overstepping the boundaries. Yeah, it has to, it has to be petitioned by the state to go to the Supreme Court. Yeah. So uh, of the fe- the federal Supreme Court, not state Supreme Court, it's got to go through court, state Supreme Court, and then federal process. Yeah. So if you could please, kind sir, share the screen, pretty please, you and your beautiful beard. I don't share. You don't share the beautiful beard. <laughs> All right. All right. The judicial power of the United States shall not be construed to to extend to any suit in law or equity commenced or prosecuted against one of the United States by citizens of another state or by citizens or subjects of any foreign state. And I I think this kind of uh, kind of goes and ties with the the Tenth Amendment in in a kind of a form. This is making sure that this power is only reserved for the states individually, not giving uh, the government uh, more power in areas where they didn't have it before. Fuck the man. So that's basically what it means is that the state has the power to reside in uh, issues that is pertaining for within the state court issues. So unless it's petitioned or anything else, the federal government cannot, our federal court system cannot overstep its bounds uh, with the whole entire jurisdiction. And So to give an example, you have a, a state, you have a, a case that is not to be prosecuted federally because it's not a federal law. It's a state law that you broke. Okay. Yeah. What this prevents is uh, the, the the higher judicial powers and the executive branches. They can't step in and be like, hey, this is, you know, yeah. we're going to step in. If it's a state thing, we're going to step in just because like the state, the like the there's movies and TV shows where the government does that. They don't necessarily have that power. Uh, <clears throat> also, Governments from another foreign state can't step in to a state matter. I mean, they really can't step into a federal matter either. Uh, we we block that pretty much. Like, yeah. hey, you you're Saudi Arabia, we're America. We have two totally different court systems. He's guilty here of this, not guilty there of that. So, like, it doesn't really work that way. Um, <clears throat> a random thought. Just basically the court. Sorry. The courts just don't have all of the power that people think they do. Like, there's levels to it. Yeah, you worked in uh, a side of, along with your wonderful fiance, soon to be wife Evie, with the uh, uh, attorney. Uh, attorney said th- it wasn't constitutional law. Now, see the 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 tenth and eleventh amendment. Let me double check just to like make sure I'm right on the tenth. Okay, the 10th and 11th Amendment really kind of pertained more to constitutional law. Uh, we didn't do constitutional law. This is just based off common knowledge and like civics class and stuff. Um, <clears throat> the, the, the courts are separated for a reason. Um, and the courts are separated in this reason, so it, it gives the states their individuality. So, um, while the, like, Regardless, they're all important. That's yeah. that's not the issue. Um, <clears throat> but this just gives the the states protection to, you know, finish out their trial and investigations um, before it can be placed into a federal legislative matter. Yeah. yeah, it's like it's also interesting to me to see as though it's due process between judicial branches, I guess. Yeah. And it, for the person, and sometimes even a person in the United States and a, also a foreign person looking at the from the outside on in, 
this stuff is kind of interesting to see that uh, even though we're the you're, you're United States of America, the states have that individual little power to where that they could have the choice of their own. So more, it, it's more like a freedom of choice. And if some wrongdoing is going on within that state, the state has a chance to correct it and uh, the higher ups you know, like the federal court system cannot do anything about it. That's a, um, <clears throat> say that's a yeah, good that's... or a bad thing in that some certain sense. It's hard to say. Um, hang on, let me let me check something real quick. I think that would have to be have to do to uh, that would have to do to with case by case standard. Yeah. Um, let's check this. No. belching up a storm oh god i am not i am not reading court court documents like that again i'm not doing it again you were belching up a storm there sir yeah chicken was good yeah you had uh um uh, what's the name of the chicken again so it's called it was an apple cider chicken so basically it's just it's chicken and a kind of um God, what was it now? Basin. An apple cider demi-glace, um, which was really good. Mashed sweet potatoes. And uh, so they were like Granny Smith apple noodles, yeah. right? And they were like drizzled in like a caramel sauce. Raspberry compote, green beans. Oh, dude, it was... I like sweet potato fries. It was amazing. Uh, you know what? I had sweet potato tots the other day. And no, not the other day, like two weeks ago, two or three weeks ago, we went out to dinner and I had some and, uh, I wish they were crispier, but they were good. I like sweet potatoes. I've never had sweet potato fries. They're, they're pretty good. I think especially <coughs> how crunchy I've had some occasion salt. So I'm sorry. The, uh, I was going to say, if you dip them in ketchup, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> so... The 11th Amendment suits against... I can't say. I can't see. Sorry. Um, this is the historical background on early jurisprudence. Post-bella, modern doctor in general scope, state summoning, states against states, admitting expectations for officers. Uh, this, isn't, this isn't really telling me what I want to know. It's not really... So... Let's look. Let's, let's look. What are you looking for in general? I might be able to help. To give kind of a better reason on why this exists. Okay, so, all right. Hold on. Let me give it by, by quote here. I'm actually looking at the Constitution website, though. So, like... The 11th Amendment was a response to the Supreme Court's unpopular decision in Chisholm versus Georgia, which the court ordered Georgia to pay to Southern. I can't see it. So if you can go that go that real quick. Look up on Google the reason why the 11th Amendment existed. Yeah, because it's not, of course, you know, Google wouldn't. And this is from uh, University of Missouri, uh, Missouri, Kansas City website. Fucking stupid fingers. <clears throat> All right. So this is kind of a better uh, overall like little snippet. 
The 11th Amendment's text prohibits the federal courts from hearing certain lawsuits against states. The amendment has also been interpreted to mean that state courts do not have to hear certain suits against the state if these suits are based on federal law. Okay, that makes a lot more sense than what we were reading. So, okay, so now I understand a better idea what this means. Okay, I thought, <clears throat> so, sorry, I thought you meant like how, like how it started. Not how it started, but more, more so what it meant in depth. Okay. Okay, because I can read all of these big terms. Most modern day Americans don't know what these terms mean. But if we can break it down, not not like stupidly, but like laymanly to like exactly to the T of what it's supposed to mean without tiptoeing and sugarfooting around some fucking pansy words. Read, read a dictionary, okay. people. Well, but it's not even that. It's like a lot of people nowadays don't necessarily have time to read a dictionary. A lot of people are working two jobs, shit like that. Like you work a lot, I work a lot. When do we really have time to read a dictionary except for the time we're taking a shit? The amendment has also been interpreted to mean that the state courts do not have to hear certain suits against the state. So if for some reason somebody is suing the state for whatever reason, whatever reason it may be, the state doesn't necessarily have to listen to it if they're more involving federal rules. So you can't implement federal rules against the state and the state has to like sit there and listen to it. It's like, well, there's federal listings here. Let's just push it towards federal court. The federal courts also don't need to hear lawsuits based on one entity against the state. So let's say Cohen versus Georgia, whatever it was. The federal court doesn't have to fucking pay attention to that. The federal court can just be like, hey, look, you do your own shit. We don't care. That's way below our pay grade. <clears throat> I kind of think that's kind of a that, that's kind of a better um, dictation of what the 11th Amendment upholds. I think in kind of and this is just for me and correct me. I'm wrong. I'm going to ask you of this in a second. But I think that the only way probably how the uh, federal courts can kind of intervene in a sense is that how the matter is taken. So if a judge is acting unruly in a sense to where he's being very discriminatory, uh, I think that could be pushed up the bar. Or is that the state bar or is that the federal uh, the bar has nothing to do with that. The bar is just the overall ethics committee for um, lawyers. Okay, so the, but what is there anything for judges that would pertain to that or no? No, I don't think so. Okay. This is a better common interpretation <clears throat> by Radford Clark, William Cranch, research professor of law at George Washington University Law School. And by Vicki C. Jackson of the Thoroughgood Marshall Professor of Constitutional Law at the Harvard Law School. So we've already read this part. During the debates over whether to ratify the Constitution controversy arose over one provision of Article 3 that allowed federal courts to hear disputes between a state and citizens of another state or citizens or subjects of a foreign state. Anti-federalists who generally opposed the Constitution feared that this provision would allow individuals to sue states in federal court. Severe prominent Federalists, who generally favored the Constitution, assured their critics that Article 3 would not be interpreted to permit a state to be sued without its consent. However, some other Federalists accepted that Article 3 permitted suits against states, arguing that it would be just for federal courts to hold states accountable. Soon after ratification, individuals relied on this clause in Article 3 to sue several states in the Supreme Court. One of these was the Chisholm versus Georgia in 1793, in which a citizen of South Carolina, Chisholm, sued Georgia for unpaid debts it, inc it incurred during the War of Independence. Georgia claimed that the federal courts were not allowed to hear suits against states and refused to appear before the Supreme Court. In 1793, the Supreme Court ruled by a four-to-one vote that Chisholm's suit against Georgia could proceed in federal court. The court relied on the part of the text of Article 3 explaining that between encompasses suits by and against a state. Basically, again, if you're suing the state for any reason whatsoever, the fucking federal court does not have to uphold it. <clears throat> That's what Article 3 was, is that you could sue a state in federal. The 11th Amendment blocks Article 3 pretty much. Okay. 
Um, several other suits against other states were pending at the time Chisholm was decided in 1793, including Vassal versus Massachusetts, in which a British subject, William Vassal, sued Massachusetts for violating the Treaty of Peace by confiscating his property. Alarmed by the Supreme Court decision in Chisholm, Senator Caleb Strong of Massachusetts quickly proposed an amendment, 11, that ultimately became the 11th Amendment. As ratified, the amendment provides the judicial power of the United States shall not be construed, blah, 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 blah. A British citizen can't sue a state here. Like, like, and following its ratification, pending suits against the states were generally dismissed. I have a real question. Like, say like so, <clears throat> that, that's crazy. Well, here's the thing. What if, um, what if, say, like a foreigner, uh, say, like from England, comes into the state of Florida or New Jersey uh, and has a piece of food here to where they kind of get sick and then on the way back is when they get sick, but they still have the receipt of the place that they got the food from? That's a great area. That's, you know, food poisoning can happen in a whole manner of instances. Um, you could, it, it usually, it generally takes about eight to 12 hours for food, if I'm correct, yeah. for food poisoning to generally metastasize itself in your stomach. <clears throat> like so anything that you've eaten after that, uh-huh. it's basically kind of gray area. I, and if, 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 if you could specifically pinpoint, <laughs> Where you got sick, because you know it was the last thing you ate, and you were fine before. Um, I think that's more of a civil matter than a state matter. Um, that's more like civil court as opposed to like state, you know, yeah. kind of shit. And then federal won't touch it anyway. Because now my brain, I have, I still have the answers that I needed, but I still have more questions in my head. Like there's a, like. Uh, to what grounds could it that encompass uh entirely you know so then that way that it gives it doesn't give the federal courts more power in areas that they don't need to you know but that's just me well like i said um like we'll we'll go back to the cohen's versus uh no the uh, vassal versus massachusetts the vassal is a british subject okay uh-huh. this is in 1793 um, so that's kind of like after the whole, you know, um, Revolutionary <laughs> yeah. Um, now it doesn't say what property was taken, um, and in what manner it was taken. Um, and basically this guy was from what it looks like, it was just a frivolous lawsuit. Like his stuff got confiscated, probably because he got it. You know, he got on the bad side of the law. You know, you're we we won at that point. Okay, mm-hmm. at that point, you're a British citizen in an American state. You know, we have our laws. If you broke the law and your stuff gets confiscated because of it, that's not breaking the peace treaty. It's you fucked around and found out. Yeah, that's what that is. Like. I could fuck around right now with my car and find out and lose my car. Like, it's just how it works. Um, It's some things like this. I think you have, uh, what's the term? More questions than answers. Because the, the, to me, this is kind of like interesting to see. Yeah, it leaves a lot of stones. Yeah. It leaves a lot of stones. And to me, it's kind of interesting to kind of my brain dolbies into these types of things. Uh, I recently, like, I watched the show uh, "Hunting Hitler." Yeah, like on a History Channel with a great dude. Yeah. Uh, of course, you know him, uh, Tim Kennedy. That's on there. And yep. it shows bits and pieces of <coughs> this shows uh, great theories and evidence that Adolf Hitler moved down to, uh, I think, was it Portugal and Portugal, Spain? Uh, no, you're thinking of South America, like Rio, I think like Rio de Janeiro area, Brazil, Argentina. Yeah, Ar- Argentina. Argentina. Yeah, that's what it is. 
and uh yeah and it, it, it's stuff like this kind of catching my ear as to without glorifying hitler watch these shows on like for this is for other people watch these shows about like what might have happened after hitler died yeah, here's the thing you know nobody knows that he died there are several people that are just good people but have a german last name uh and to where that people think that oh they had some sort of association with the uh like nazis when my last name is german yeah like mine too like so is yours fighter, yeah <laughs> Here's this funny like, it, kick lighter, yeah. It's German, but uh, there are some people on there that got the hatred from like over in Argentina. Uh, that there was a lady that had the swastika carved into her tree because she was explaining her last name, but yet she had no tie only by certain relatives, but she directly didn't have any ties to Nazis or any uh, racist regime. You know, we had to actually get on my stepson about that today. We were talking about Germans in general, and he goes, oh, you mean like Nazis? And he's like, bro, you gotta understand, like, yeah, the whole Nazi movement was horrible and all that shit, but, like, there is more to Germany than just Nazis. Like, my family line is German. Your family line is German. I have three American flags in plain view. One right there, one right here. Right in the Sorry, one right there, one right there, and then the second member placard behind me. And then, fuck, right there in the coffee bag. Yeah. So, like, I'm, I, my, I'm German yeah. by heritage, mm -hmm. but I'm American by birth. Like, so, and don't, don't get it twisted. Here's the thing. Uh, much like how German uh, Nazis don't speak for all the German history or anything, or Germans themselves. Exactly. I kind of want to dove into this topic, uh, just because one transgender transgender uh, did something bad doesn't speak for the whole transgender community. Uh, no, it doesn't. Yeah, and I think it speaks of the mentality. So, uh, for I, those of you who are wondering, uh, I, we're talking about the. I have sorry. I have something I have to get off my chest with this. Um, now, one, I'm a father, and I can't ever fucking imagine this situation, okay? Like, I, I hope I never have to, um, but if I have to, fucking send me in. Like, I'll go in. Trust me. Now, <sighs> three adults died. That's horrible. Three, chi three children died. That's even worse. Um... There are, I'm going to say, supporters of the transgender community, and that's fine. But there is a, a TikTok content creator who has since deleted the post and deleted her entire fucking account. And I would direct anybody to the Hodge twins. Great dude, by the way. To see this video because they have the video before it was taken down. There is a TikTok content creator who is trying to blast media and everyday people for misgendering this person. Now I want to make it very fucking clear. Your rights go out the window when you murder a child. You get no rights. What you deserve is to die. Okay? Children are innocent. You can hate people for whatever they believe. Children are innocent. Okay? You're mad at your fucking state lawmakers? You be mad at your state lawmakers. You want to take shots at them? Well, look, but they've got security, so, like, if you really... And, and it goes to show that she turned down another school because the security was too tight there. Yeah, okay? I was about to get into that. Sorry. Yeah. So, you know... People with guns protecting the people we love, well, that stops people we love from getting hurt. But who the fuck cares what gender she is after that point? When you killed the first person, you kind of lost your rights anyway. When you killed the first child, oh my God, you done fucked up on so many levels. 
I will sit here in front of any person of the LGBTQ, whatever it is, plus community. I'm not trying to be mean, but I'm not going to sit here and try to remember it either all the time. I will argue to this point that I don't give a fuck who this person was or what she identified as. She was a monster. She deserved to die. And you can fight me in the comments because I will defend this every day. Because when the coroner goes to cut her open to find out why she got Swiss cheesed, she's going to find out one of two things. Either this person is a man or this person is a woman. And guess what? You're only going to get one. And here's the thing. I will say this. Kudos to those police I'll misgender her all day. Kudos to those police officers that they acted. Fucking A right. Because here's the thing. Uh, unlike... And I'm and I'm sad to say this. Unlike Uvalde, to where that they they had waited and waited to check and clear the rooms. Those officers, oh, yeah, the, I got something about that. They have the police officers did a great job clearing those rooms because as soon as they went into the next room, cleared it out. Uh, they did their thing, went to the next room, cleared it on out. But once they heard where the issue was, the shots they automatically got a sense of direction, skipped all the rest of the rooms, and then went straight forward to where the actual action was. And they popped up. You know, the person the person who took the initial shot with the long rifle was a Marine Corps veteran? Simplify, do or die. And here's the thing, too. Uh, not only that, but you can see on the second, if you guys, we don't have to put it up on here, but if you guys want us to look it up, you can. I'm not going to. But on the second police officer's camera, you could actually see that the uh, the fucking sick perp, even when she got sh it, whatever, it, fucking him, fucking got shot three times. Oh, but no, no, don't do that. It's a woman. That was a fucking woman. Oh, sue me. Whatever. I don't give a shit. Yeah, but here's I'll fight everybody on that rock. But here's the thing. After the fucking perp got shot three times. The fucking perp was still reaching for that rifle or that gun after they got shot. So the the secondary camera, if you see it, was the dude with the good old Glock, the Glocky boys. Glock gang. gang took his Glock and then finished it off because you could see, uh, pretend like this was the. I'm I'm using this as an example. After the person got shot, they were still trying to reach for it. And then I don't know if it's like adrenaline speed. I'm not assuming anything that the person was on drugs, but they were still itching and reaching towards the gun. So with the, uh, the secondary police officer, kudos to those guys, finished, finished off the situation um, pretty well. And I, I will say this, and I think it's nationwide too. The teachers over there, that not a lot of people have said this, the teachers acted pretty uh, correctly. Uh, with putting the whole entire school on lockdown and that i will say no i the um, little known fact and i think donut actually touched on this mm -hmm. shout out to donut operator for fucking just awesome breakdowns and shit and having it out so quick um three minutes from scene arrival to finish three minutes quick now the, when i said i had something that pissed me off about uvaldi I got a hold of a little bit of footage about Uvalde. Okay. And I'm not gonna I'm not gonna put it up. But it's out there. There's other people who have it. Um heavy duty cunt tree. You you kinda froze there for like a lot. <laughs> no, I didn't. No, I didn't. I did that on purpose because I don't like this motherfucker. Wow. Heavy duty country, I don't fucking like the dude. Um I think he's a tool. But that's just me. <clears throat> anyway, uh, he's got the video. I've seen it. You know, I, I saw it first and then, well, before I saw it on his thing. Then I saw it on his thing. But there is body cam footage from Uvalde that was released shortly before, shortly before they made entry into the school where the dude that you see in the very beginning who's got his pistol, big dude in the white shirt. He's on video saying, are you sure it was an AR-15? Because I'm not trying to go in there and get clapped out. And then two officers who are with him said, yeah, no, me neither. You fucking pieces of shits. Yeah.
Based on that video alone, every fucking officer, except maybe one or two probably good guys, needs to be fucking fired. Yeah. You don't take that job. Well, I'm not trying to get clapped out. What the, what the fuck are there? Are kids in there? I was like 17 kids got killed that day because you didn't want to go in there and get clapped out because they had an AR-15. Well, motherfucker, you're in the wrong job. Put your ass behind a desk at the DMV or something. Yeah. So, like, so with with that knowledge right there, even more kudos to the boys in Nashville. Like, I wish I had the ability to send them some big-ass fucking tomahawk steaks or something yeah. and a case of beer. Um, By the way, if you know how we can make that happen, let, let us yeah, know. We'll make that yeah, happen. Get us their names. Uh, uh, we'll, or we'll do some hard research and search up for them, and we'll send them... Uh, free t-shirt or something i'll send them to a fucking I'll, I'll get them a gift card to their fucking one of the best restaurants in town you want a 250 dollar meal with your wife go fucking right ahead it's on yeah. me i got gotcha. you even, even if you want a tattoo <sighs> or something, we'll, we'll figure something out but those dudes okay we'll, we'll do something the, the, those dudes are uh awesome and that explains the next point too i, I fuck with the fucking dumbass defund the police defund the police rhetoric because the more that you try to defund the police you get more situations and i hate to do the comparison this more situations of like uvalde comparison to what happened in nashville properly trained mm -hmm. law enforcement officers will execute quickly yeah and here's the thing that people gotta think about too uh, and I think I've said this quite a bit a few times before. People got to realize that each state, each area has their own different training policies. For with that, mm -hmm. if you try to defund, defund them, the training policies go from bad to worse in some certain areas. There are some certain areas that do a stand-up job in law enforcement because I'm not speaking for you know what I'm not speaking for all law enforcement officers in general. But, you know, like we got to up some places you can tell that we got to up the quality of the training. So being that the that the officer who took out the shooter was a Marine, wouldn't it stand to reason that all law enforcement should have at least some basic training, if not all the same basic training a U.S. Marine would have? Yes. Um. Uh I think law enforcement should be trained just like Marines. The old DI. Hell, even just like the Army. Fucking run them together. Like, there's, there's got to be the best of both worlds at some point. You know what I mean? Like, of course, you're going to have things that the Army does, the Marine Corps doesn't do, and the Marine Corps is going to have things the Army doesn't do. But train everybody in the same general fashion across the country, and guess what? You have an entire fucking system that can be documented. Well, here's the thing, too. I agree with it, and to some point, it's logistically, a, it's a fucking nightmare. Yeah, I know. Because, well, not only just logistically, but there are some certain scenarios for stateside that's completely different from, uh, uh, say, like Afghanistan or Iraq. That would, you know, <laughs> fair enough. Because, like, in some, what we would do over there could get us killed over here in some certain scenarios. So, what if I were to, what if I were to say, just basic combat training? Marine Corps style, basic combat training, like the same combat training you guys get in the Marine Corps, like how to properly clear a house, how to properly uh, utilize your weapon platform, how to move cohesively, how to work together as a unit, uh, maybe not flag each other so much. I've seen some pretty sketchy videos. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, like if you think about it, the gentleman in Nashville had Marine Corps training, okay? He was a combat veteran. Having that training, mm -hmm. not, you know, uh, just aside from his actual combat experience, having that training helped him get through that combat experience, mm -hmm. which helped him get through what he just went through this time. And he went with it meticulously, flawlessly. He knew what he was doing. He knew what he wanted to do. And he acted precisely. If we could have a police force that was trained to a same similar manner as just basic combat training for the army or the Marine Corps, whatever. Nothing, I'm talking a special ops shit. 
but just basic combat routines. Yeah, I, I'd be... That training breeds confidence. Confidence breeds fucking quality. I agree with that 100%. Sorry. And it brings me on to a kind of next small little topic we'll get into kick here in a second. But uh, there are some mount towns. For those of you that don't know, those are some uh, uh, one uh, fake ass, like fake ass small little cities that uh, we in the military use, especially for me uh, as infantry and law enforcement could use to where it's a mock-up little city to bring up little scenarios to where uh, mm. some certain things might come into play in real life. Uh, well, in some instances, there were some locations that have mount towns already, like empty lots or uh, mm. mount towns that are getting ready to be built up in. These fucking people that are... Uh, peaceful protesters I think I saw one video of it these peaceful protesters uh, were protesting against this mount town being built because it would destroy the environment even though it was already an empty lot beforehand Mm -hmm. not realizing that it was already empty and they're just using the terrain to help um, practice for scenarios in the future what they to save these yeah. are sorry i'm not going to say it but to save these people's asses. Yeah, so with um what they did was they shot fireworks at the law enforcement officers that were near the near yeah the, i heard about that one which is fucking stupid so with these protesters with the what they were doing is they were they're trying to prevent wrongful training uh wrongfully done instances but what they were not realizing that there's their they're prohibiting they're pushing more towards the tra- lack of training because they're shooting off the fireworks yeah. and the law enforcement officers could be there to train and get better for the things that uh the protesters were getting for in the first place if that makes sense yeah you know it's um no it, it does it does um <clears throat> And what aggravates me is like you call for better training, you call for better police training, mm-hmm. uh, or well, I mean, you're calling for defunding first. But like if you're if you're saying yeah, police should be trained better, well, that's how you train them better. You you give them the ability to train. Yeah. So fucking world is just going stupid. Like I had an old dude today tell me that this whole fucking world is just going stupid nowadays. He's like eighty something. <clears throat> so, yeah, it's a. Oh no! It's like and what's crazy. Speaking about dumb little things, Twitch. Of course, you know if you're a yeah. if you know if you're a Twitch partner. Uh, not too long ago, they changed the percentage payment from seventy-five percent creator to uh, and twenty-five uh, percent Twitch getting paid. As opposed now, it's like if you're a Twitch partner, then you're again. Uh, the exact same percentage as an affiliate now with yeah. the payment system a lot more people are looking towards kick not the discord looking one uh k-i-k this one is k-i-c-k much like my last name uh they're looking more towards other places such as kick to where mm-hmm. that the payment uh percentage is a lot better but from what I'm understanding, I've seen it a couple of times, but I see both sides of the spectrum. Uh, I've learned if you're on kick, then the, however many times that you have yourself tabbed up is that many more viewers added to your stream. So with kick being a young up and starting company, if they were to pay ad revenues based upon that with the viewership and all that stuff, they could possibly go broke. But then again, Trainwreck, uh, the company that kind of owns them, uh, Trainwreck, if you guys know them, then that could uh, offset that issue. 
For me personally, I think that I'm going to wait <clears> and see <throat> the results before I jump in um, like head first or to kind of see what goes on. Yeah. Well, look at it this way, though. Okay. Kick is making out of revenue. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, if they're putting ads on people's, you know, streams, then they are making ad revenue. So people are paying them to put their ads on their service, regardless of what the creator is doing. They're making money. You know, companies don't, you know, pay cheap prices to market. Like you've seen, you know, just in our own marketing, looking, you know, looking at marketing companies, marketing companies pay an ass load. They pay hand over foot and all Twitch and kick are, are basically proxy servers where you can use their server to broadcast your signal from, and they get their money from ad partners. Ad partners are going to pay Buku bucks to put ads in your stream. Twitch and Kick can do that because they own the servers that you're broadcasting from, pretty much. Yeah. Um, or you're broadcasting to or broadcasting from, whatever. They're making money. Twitch maybe isn't bringing as much because, you know, uh, the last two, three years have been weird. Money gets tight when you're not working and shit. I didn't work for almost a year because I was moving and, you know, all the stuff that I had to do with that. I think that, hold, hold on, I'm sorry. I think the main part is the reason why Twitch got really big was the pandemic and because the simple fact of that, uh, mm-hmm. uh, they were getting big in that sense because people were out of work. People were starting to realize that the streaming community makes some money and then that way that they gathered a whole bunch of site and viewership by that way because of what was going on throughout the pandemic. But yeah. now once but sorry, go ahead. I just think that you know kick is gonna make the money. Um my question is is that how how they spend it if they don't watch over like the tabs, how is it going to be <coughs> uh, financially stable in comparison in the long run to against things like Twitch. I see I see what you're saying yeah. though. I really do. I see what you're saying. Um I do think that that could be an issue in the, if it's not taken care of sooner or later. Um but even if it is taken care of, I think kick is something that is um is a is 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 definitely going to be a contender with Twitch. There's already people who are very popular moving over there. So, um you can't knock it, I man. That you, you can't knock it. You ex- explained to me that you could co you could co uh stream with both Twitch and Kick. If I am cur- I mean and don't hold me 100% to that. I ju- I just need to make a, you know, a quick connection and find out if that's true or not, but uh, from from what I'm gathering, yes, you can. You can co-stream. So you can make your money on Kick. You can make your money on Twitch. You get your money, boo-boo. You do you, boo-boo. Yeah, yo. Um, so it's just a matter of... Uh, I, I, it's still young. So I think, and like I said earlier, it, it being as young as it is, I think you have the ability to garner an actual audience um, as opposed to Twitch. People have gotten off Twitch. Like, there's still hardcore streamers out there who, you know, have been with Twitch since the beginning, and that's great. But at the same time, like, people are ready to, you know, branch out and do bigger numbers. Especially with the new CEO uh, underneath the wing. Uh, Yeah, so Twitch's new CEO put out a memo later earlier. And uh, was basically, you know, just basically reiterating, hey, look, this 50-50 split's not going anywhere. Um, you guys are our creators, and we wouldn't have it without you. But at the same time, we like we still have to make money to pay creators. So, um, I don't know. I think Twitch can do better. Do better, Twitch. 
do gooder. Good. You know who doesn't have to do good or any gooder than it's already doing? Article 1776 clothing. Oh, how'd you like that little switch up? I did it this time. That was pretty, that was pretty good. I, I, I commend you for that, sir. Big round of applause. My so uh yeah, go check out Article 1776 clothing. I am Matthew Kicklighter. You can find the link to all my socials down in the description below. Scottsdale, give them your shits. Scottsdale 87 all across the board. Okay, right. So, guys, I want to say... Except Facebook. Don't don't look at me on Facebook. I don't only respond. Only corn. Guys, I want to say thank you so, so much. <laughs> thank you so, so much for watching. Only farmers. I tried out that website. <laughs> That's another story for another time. Wait, no, 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 no. I completely forgot about that. How was that? Did you find did you talk to anybody? It, it, was it corny as fuck? It was just a bunch of dudes, it, wasn't it? It was yeah. Let's just say that I had a choice between POF and only uh was it farmers, whatever. But yeah. Farmers but anyways. So can I ask a yeah. question? Was farmersonly.com just like a sausage fest? A bunch of broke back kinda, stuff. Kinda, not really, but it's like the chicks were far off distant, like an hour away in some rural, rural areas. What, it, what the fuck did you think? You're going to find a farmer chick in the middle of the city, bro? Well, Come on. Watch, he's not too, too far from here. Like, uh, go on. No, but like Houston, Houston, Florida. Like, I knew a chick who lived out in the country in Houston. Good times. <laughs> so, anyway. Go, but the point is, is find you a country girl. Yeah, I, I, I'm sit, I'm ladies. I'm single, ready to mingle. But anyways, stop fucking with these city bitches. Uh, I, I've been single <laughs> for the longest time, sir. But I know. Uh, here's the thing, guys. I want to say thank you so so much for and watching us on this today's episode. Again, make sure run it by Scottsdale's link to all the socials are going to be in the description below. So is mine. And I want to say thank you all so so much. Shop at article1776.com and freedom the fuck on. America. Fuck yeah.